let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens, because your dog is part of the family. Uh, while he's not sitting at the table having, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, he is going to be the only one that I force to wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and we wanted him to be at his healthiest. We want to be at his most active, because if you've ever had to put a dog down, you know, it is heart-wrenching, just heart-wrenching. Uh, we should have learned it, really, honestly, from old Yeller. I mean, it does. It is that bad every time. Mm. So we want our dog to live as long as they can, as healthy as they can. That's why we feed him rough greens. Try the Jumpstart bag. Make sure your dog will eat it. It's a two-week bag, and your dog, if your dog will eat it, in the coming months, you are going to see massive changes. Is there any dog that doesn't like rough greens? I, I've <laughs> never heard of one. Apparently, there are. I, I've not heard of one. We know a lot of people are who using rough greens now, and they gobble. It's like dog crack. Uh, go to ruffgreens.com. Really good stuff. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you for listening. My name is Glenn Beck, and I I want you to uh, stick with me for the next few minutes. We have an amazing, amazing hour. We're going to talk to uh, uh, the guy who's in the uh, State House in California that just filed the lawsuit and won. Uh, declaring Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, he's got to turn his crown back in. He's not king of California. Now there's been a stay on that uh, last night, but we're going to talk to him about can we get California and the government under control? Uh, also, Sean Davis is joining us. He is the, um, the co-founder of The Federalist, and he has some inside information that Durham, the investigation into this Russia hoax, all the things that we went through with the trial, with the impeachment, all of that. Durham now isn't doing anything. He's dropping his investigations because he's scared about some blowback from Joe Biden. This is this is what so many Americans were voting for when they voted for Donald Trump. Because they don't feel like anyone has to pay for anything. And at least Donald Trump, because he was personally involved, at least he was investigating all of the rats down at the bottom of the cage. Is that now over? Has this been a colossal waste of time for four years when we now have the facts? Sean Davis joins us in 60 seconds. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Man, we don't believe in American justice. They took the truth, justice, and the American way. All three of those things are gone now. All three of those are gone. We better start putting them back together soon, gang. All right, you work hard for your money, and it stands to reason that if you're fiscally responsible, you work to save as much as you can in as many areas as you can. 
the big financial decisions in life, like owning a home, having a mortgage. It's complicated, even messy at times. And unless you have your finger on the pulse of the housing market at all times, you might be missing an opportunity that might arise like the mortgage rates. Uh, They have been falling steadily uh, all year. Refinancing your mortgage could be the right move for you. You might save hundreds, even thousands of dollars just on your mortgage. Uh, But I will tell you, if you fold in your high interest rate credit cards without resetting your loan, you will be able to get out of debt. You'll be able to have that monkey off of your back, which I'm telling you is going to come in really handy in the coming months and over the next year. American Financing, family-owned business that's been helping people make the right financial decisions for nearly two decades. They started working out of a house. They went on to become a hugely successful business, and they're successful because they're not in it for the bank. They're in it for you. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So over the weekend, uh, I follow uh, Sean Davis. He is the co-founder of um, uh, The Federalist. And I saw a tweet from him. A source familiar with Durham's ongoing investigation of the bogus Russian collusion operation tells Federalist Durham isn't doing anything, dropping his investigations. He's worried about blowback from Biden, a separate source who has seen the evidence compiled during the course of Durham's investigation, told the Federalist that there is more than enough evidence to indict multiple involved in the Russian collusion hoax on the operation to take down Donald Trump. I don't know if it's going to happen. Sean Davis, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. First of all, tell us what you know and you can tell us about what's going on behind the scenes. Right. So I, I think the, the most important thing to look at is to step back and kind of see the trajectory of this investigation, which Barr appointed Durham to do back in about mid-2019. It seemed to be going at the proper pace. Uh, They were developing leads. In fact, when that big inspector general investigation came out uh, last December in which Horowitz, the IG, said, oh, no, the predication for the whole crossfire hurricane was fine. You actually had Durham and Barr come out and say, no, that's not true. So fast forward through 2020, things are moving along. Barr himself goes on television in, I think, late August, right around when a Mueller and a Comey attorney was indicted for fabricating evidence and said, we're going to have all this out before the election. This shows that everything is proceeding as it should. And then something happened in early September. And every source I've talked to uh, about this has something changed in in mid-September. Um, And that's when we started hearing leaks and getting indications from the media that maybe Durham didn't want to do anything before the election because it would look political. Can't have anything looking political, even though everything is political in America now. And so something changed in in September. Uh, The momentum stalled. Any sort of uh, demand for indictment seemed to kind of fall away internally. And now uh, multiple sources I talked to are very worried that, you know, we might get a report. Uh, but they seem convinced, um, most, not all, most seem convinced that there's no indictments coming and that if we're lucky, we might get a report. That is unbelievable. So what do you have any idea what might have happened in September? 
I, I don't know. I, I, two sources I talked to over the weekend said they just they think Durham might have lost his nerve. He's worried that indicting here might look political, and he doesn't want to look political. But what one does he have the goods? Is, does he have uh, evidence of crimes? I've been told 100% absolutely clear, incontrovertible evidence of crimes to support indictments. So then that to me, that doesn't make sense. Then this guy is an accomplice. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if it's political or not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's like that's like the church saying, oh, no, let's not talk about, you know, let's not talk about these scandals because it's the church. No, it doesn't matter who you are. Justice is blind. If an injustice was done, it needs to be exposed. At what point is a, a prosecutor supposed to care about politics? Well, you're exactly right. And in fact, with everything being political now, um, the best way to actually keep politics out of things is to follow the facts, follow the law and apply them evenly, without bias, without skewing towards one party. And if uh, a member of a certain party happened to do something illegal, they should be held accountable. If a member of another party did something illegal, they should be held accountable. So to the extent that maybe Durham feels it would look political, if he were to indict a host of uh, corrupt Obama-era administration officials for cooking up a, a hoax, so be it. The facts are the facts. And what the problem we have now is we, we basically have what appears to be a two-tier justice system, where if you have the right connections on the left, you get off scot-free. And if you have the wrong connections on the right, we're going to ring you up for anything. So uh, where's, where's Bill Barr? That's a good question. You know, he, <laughs> he assures people that, uh, you know, it, it's not been dropped. It, it's, it's going ahead. Um, but, you know, he I don't I believe him. I think it was a Fox interview in, in August where he said everything's happening. We're going to know before the election. And he's kind of disappeared since then, which is really disappointing because he has said all the right things thus far. We just haven't seen any actual results, which are the only thing that matter at the end of the day. I, I just I am so frustrated because we did our homework. You know, we really put a lot of time and energy for almost a year into what was going on uh, with this uh, investigation, what really happened, put all of the investigations in Ukraine and in impeachment, you know, the whistleblower, all of this stuff. And we have enough to at least convene a grand jury. We have enough. And I don't have access to things that they have access to. If we don't solve this, there is no faith in the republic or justice. I mean, even if everybody, if it goes to court and everybody is proclaimed innocent, it has to go to court. That's right. We, we can't have two systems of justice in this country, which is what we appear to have when, when Hillary can get off and be proclaimed by James Comey to be innocent because she didn't do anything illegal. Uh, when you have people in the Trump campaign who got rung up for the sole crime of just being involved with the wrong political candidate, uh, which many of them were targeted for. And when you have people like Comey and McCabe, who was fired for lying under the oath, get off scot-free while someone like General Flynn uh, was taken down because they didn't like his, his uh, foreign policy views, that, that's not a republic. That is, a, uh, that is rule of men. That is not rule of law. And a republic cannot survive where we have a two-tiered system of justice, 
where your guilt or innocence depends entirely on your political connections. So this is why we are a, a nation divided. You know, they, I love how, you know, the left came out immediately after the election said, oh, finally, we can unite. What? Unite under what? As long as we agree with you? Is, is that how we unite? Nobody's actually talking about any uniting principles. And those principles are truth, justice, and the American way. It's freedom. It's freedom and liberty and the Bill of Rights. That's what was our unum. It's what brought people together. Without that unum, without the Bill of Rights and and a nation of laws and not of men, we have nothing to unite on. And this kind of corruption, if we go back to seeing the same kind of corruption, if not worse, because, you know, uh, Peter Schweitzer says, and I, I agree with him, that Biden was the most corrupt vice president in all of American history, which is saying something. If we see this kind of corruption and no one does anything and you have the press just being cheerleaders for it, what do we have left as a country, Sean? I, I don't think we have much. And it, it, it's a little bit laughable hearing these calls for so-called unity from the left. The left doesn't want unity. The left wants submission. Yes. This is, this is the institution that cooked up the Russian collusion hoax that said that Brett Kavanaugh, without any evidence, was the secret ringleader of a gang rape cartel that said that a young man who went to a Catholic high school was a racist because he went to a pro-life rally. Uh, th- these are not people who want our unity. They want our submission, which is why they've spent the last six to nine months burning down our cities, doxing conservatives, attacking Christians, banning people from going to church. They don't want unity. They want us to bend the knee. And I say no. So what does the average person do, Sean? You know, I, I was I I, I, I I was talking to somebody yesterday and I said, you know, so people just have to get up and speak out. And I said, you know, they did that. It was, it was called the Tea Party. They did that. And when it first started, it was about principles. It wasn't about politics. It was about principles. Um, and let's get behind the Constitution again. And it went awry. But I think the reason it went awry was because while it made Im- an impact, the people had the snot kicked out of them. And I think they were tired and thought, you know, enough. And that's why they looked for the biggest bully on the block, a guy who would stand up and say, hey, don't beat up on those people. That's those are my people. Uh, And now if Donald Trump can't do it, I think a lot of people think if he can't do it, what chance do we have? Which is a lie. But I think one that people buy into or at least feel. Right. It's so easy to feel discouraged. But but I think the thing that has always made this country great, that it's made it the greatest, most successful, most free nation on earth, even in spite of all our difficulties now, is not its politicians and it's been its people. The people are the foundation of this country. The people are what make it great. And I think the best thing they can do is keep living out their principles, keep working hard, keep taking care of their families, keep going to church and keep praying for deliverance from the almighty. That has always been the case and it will always be the case. And we shouldn't lose sight that it's not uh, politicians that make this country great. It's the American people who keep this country great. Thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate it. Uh, keep up the fight. Let us know if there's 
any update on this or if there's anything this audience can do to put pressure on on Barr or Durham or Trump or whoever. Um, but uh, uh, this is this is outrageous that this thing is being swept under the carpet now. It is. It is. And thank you so much for having me on and for all the work you do. It's been an honor. Thank you very much. Sean. Appreciate it. Co-founder of The Federalist. All right. Car Shield. Your car is going to break down at some point. They all do eventually, whether it's the whole engine blowing or some tiny little fantastically expensive little computer chip. Eventually, something is uh, is going to uh, uh, give out now. When it does, you can be fairly certain that the car will be out of warranty if it's not already. Car repairs are expensive, time-consuming, and, and inconvenient with just, in just about every way, unless you have CarShield. CarShield's going to take care of everything for you. They have a rental car to get you through the, the process of this. Monthly plans are affordable, customizable, and CarShield is the best thing you can do for yourself to be prepared. Car Shield. I use it for repairs on my trucks, and I have to tell you, I don't have it much to worry about. I really don't. Uh, they have saved me a buttload of money, and have you seen my butt lately? It is big. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. Carshield.com. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. So I want to I want to talk to you about uh, where we go from here because we're going to be on our own and I think you should prepare for a time when you don't have people like me or Tucker or anybody else talking to you every day. I hope to God that doesn't happen, but I don't think that's outside the realm of possibilities. I was talking to Vinny Penn today from uh, WELI, and he said, I heard somebody talking about a speech you gave to the radio industry where you said that if uh, Biden wins, the talk radio in particular is going to come under attack and it is, it is possibly going to be lost. And I said, did everybody think that was crazy? He said, no, everybody agreed with you except me. He said, we're more important now, more important than ever. And I said, you're exactly right. We are more important than ever before. Because we are becoming the last line of defense. That is why they will do everything they can to silence us. They will come after our sponsors like nobody's business. They will do everything they can to scare you and others away from us. And in the end, the FCC will just come up with something and it'll pass, especially if we lose the Senate. We are we are facing very difficult times. So here's what you need to do. Even in our state today, we are still the freest people on earth if people could um could survive and freedom could win in eastern Bloc countries when they had neighbors paid to spy on them 
we can survive. And freedom will breathe free again in this country should we lose it. But it's up to us. It's not up to anybody else. There's not going to be. They just took the Lone Ranger. And they ran him out of town. So when that happens, it's the townsfolk that have to stand. And I tell you, I'm not sitting down. My sister wrote to me last night. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I won't have the courage that I need when the time comes. That's a good fear to have. Because those who say, I'm not afraid of it. You haven't meant you. <laughs> let me quote Yoda. You will be. You haven't taken it seriously enough. You have to think the unthinkable. Because quite frankly, the world we're living in now, the America that we're living in today, I told you last summer, you're not going to recognize your country this summer. You're, it's going to be a moonscape next summer compared to where we are now. It's going in the wrong direction. And if you're not mentally prepared for it, if you don't know the Constitution, if you don't know the Bill of Rights, if you don't know why they were put into place, you can't defend it. We need a, a, a we need an enlightenment. We need a great awakening. But we, what we need also is a great awakening to those basic principles that have always made us America. So it can be articulated by every man, woman, and child who's standing for the Constitution. I want you to use Thanksgiving as a time to talk to your family. This is a turning point in our nation. Who will you be? How will the world remember this generation of Americans as the ones who said it's too hard or the ones that actually stood up and did the hard work? It takes 15 to 20 percent of us to change the world. Can we find 18 percent of America that has the balls to stand up for freedom? is the Glenn Beck program. I think we can. That's just me. All around my house, some things get used every single day. Toothbrushes, eh, with my son, maybe not so much. Uh, the kitchen sink and earbuds. This is why I uh, am getting my family earbuds for the holidays because, you know, the kids aren't going to like toothbrushes or kitchen sinks. But they're going to love earbuds and they're going to stop stealing mine. It's never too early to start gift shopping. That's why you shouldn't wait until Black Friday when you can get something as great as a pair of Raycon earbuds for 20% off an already fantastic price. Seamless Bluetooth pairing, comfortable noise isolating fit. Raycon gives you hours and hours of exceptional listening quality for half the cost of the competitors. So whether you're listening to music or podcast, taking a phone call, Raycon is the best. These are the earphones that I have. 
uh, Raycon.com slash Beck. Get 20% off your Raycon order right now. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. And you can go to blazetv.com slash stew. The promo code is stew. You get new Stew Does America tonight, followed by Glenn Beck. The promo code, Glenn. A couple of California state assemblymen have uh, taken on Governor Newsom and his abuse of power. Not the mistakes that everybody makes, like Stu. Let's say you're the head of the Gestapo. Okay. <laughs> Rather uh, not, but okay. And you're like, uh, no Jews for anyone, right? That's, yeah. And then you're caught at a, a birthday party where only Jews are in, in attendance. Right. Is that a mistake that you should have caught that you would have been? You're like driving there and you're like, ah, you know, everybody has a has a wits at the end of their name. Maybe this is mm. something I shouldn't be seen at. It seems like, you know, maybe you wanted to go to this uh, particular event. Right. right. And you didn't care. You didn't care until you got caught. caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what's happening in California with Governor Newsom. Uh, He went to a a friend's birthday party, uh, $400 and some dollars uh, plate uh, for this 50-year-old guy. And uh, they, they, uh, yeah, don't you hate the rich? I do. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, but they eat well. Anyway, uh, so this guy, uh, Newsom shows up. There's no masks. There's no social distancing. Nothing. Somebody takes some pictures, starts posting, and then he's super, super sorry. Well, a couple of California state assemblymen have have taken on his abuse of power. One of them is with us now, James Gallagher. James, thank God there's somebody out in California that still has common sense and a spine to stand up. Uh, Well, you're welcome, Glenn, and thanks for having me on your show this morning. You bet. So I want to talk to you about uh, the case that just uh, uh, you just won. So tell me about that. And then we're going to talk about what comes next and what happened yesterday. Well, uh, the essential crux of our case is that the governor is now exercising legislative power mm-hmm. out here uh, in California. We apparently, you know, no longer have separation of powers, at least according to the governor and that he gets to not only, uh, make law, he gets to amend existing statute, uh, in our the case that we brought, he amended many provisions of the elections code out here. No big deal, um, <laughs> and decided to uh, you know just arbitrarily unilaterally do that without the legislature. And, and so obviously, which is uh, my is, colleague Kevin Kiley and I had a problem with that. Yeah, it is literally unconstitutional. It's actually written into the constitution that the federal government doesn't have anything to do with it and you can't just change laws it has to go through the legislature so how is go ahead in many ways glenn it's the simplest case ever Uh, it really is very clear very clear from our founding documents uh and here in california we have an even stronger provision for separation of powers in our constitution uh, and, you know, clearly we just pre- presented that very simply to the court and and they, you know, obviously came to the res- the only result you can come to that his order was unconstitutional. And further, even better part of this case is they have now enjoined him um, from any further exercise of legislative power. So it's definitely a victory uh, for the American form of government. 
Now, he's got a stay on that order. He got one from another judge yesterday, right? Yes. Late yesterday, the appellate court issued a stay. Uh, They have not received our response. It's amazing. I mean, this is allowed in our judicial system, amazingly. Uh, We can go through a full trial uh, and wait many months to finally get, you know, the, the decision of the court. Uh, and he can go to an appellate court and get a stay without even hearing from us, hmm. uh, without even hearing our side, um, uh, and get a temporary stay on the order. We anticipate that that's going to get overturned. Again, we think the law is very clear, um, and so. But uh, he'll take it Kylie all. The, and I are doing that right now. He'll yeah. take it all the way to the Supreme Court. I'm guessing where if if there is uh, anything that resembles the truth anymore. Uh, in any of our courts, this one, as you said, is the clearest case there can possibly be. It's in the Constitution. He's doing what the Constitution says you cannot do. Uh, and uh, and the Supreme Court should rule in your favor, in the favor of the uh, the people of California. How much will this change things in California um, well, I'm, I'm just hoping it gets us back to where we're supposed to be, which is representative government. You know, um, you know, we, we, we never envisioned one man rule. And just because we're in an emergency, uh, we shouldn't condone that or, or acquiesce in that. And certainly, uh, you know, it shouldn't be just me and my colleague, Kevin Kiley. It should really be all of the legislature, uh, joining in this lawsuit. Um, it's, it's funny, uh, Glenn, you know, in February of this year, the state legislature memorialized and apologized for Japanese internment. Mm. And there were all these speeches about how fear can lead us to do things that impede people's civil rights um, and to do great injustices and to allow our system of government to devolve. I point out it was an executive order that created uh, Japanese internment out here. And now, you know, then in March we start this pandemic and, how many people have really just gone along with uh, a, a you know a, a devolution into autocratic government out here in California and and allowed you know very clear infringements on religious liberty, on civil liberties, on people's rights to pursue their happiness in a business, uh, their livelihood, um, uh, children's education. I mean it's it's amazing um, and you know look I. I strongly believe, and one of the biggest reasons I brought this suit um, is that we need to respond to this pandemic as a free society. Yes. Uh, We can't allow ourselves to become something else. I I will tell you that I think if from the get-go they would have said, hey, 15 days to flatten a curve, and then after the 15 days we need three more weeks, and they would have asked us, not demanded, asked us, we would have done it in fact if now that it's coming back if they weren't such authoritarians all the way through this uh in you know our our governors come out and legislature comes out and says hey everybody you might want to rethink your thanksgiving plans i think the vast majority of americans would happily have made that choice but now even though covid is serious now it's almost like I honestly there's a part of me that wants to have everybody over to my house and everybody uses the same fork. I mean, I'm just so I, I just it, there's there's rebellion no. in the American gene when you are forced to accept something. 
No, I, you make a great point there. And I mean, you know, going, I hearken back to World War II. Um, you know, this country is always inspired towards a collective effort. Um, and and it, it's at its best when we are inspired to, not when we're forced to, not when government is mandating that you do so, but when we say, hey, we are in a cause, we are in a fight, um, and we all need to come together. And, and we certainly saw that during World, the World War II effort. Um, you know, and, and many times, and I think in our history and, you know, why wasn't that? I, I mean, I do look back on this and say, man, why wasn't that harnessed in such a way as to say, Hey, let's come together and help respond to this, um, you know, in freedom, but all of us seeing our duty as to help ward this thing off. Cause um, how, how, how much differently would this have gone? Had we done that? Uh, well, I think the the president tried to do that by not issuing right. orders that government uh, that the government could just take over industry, uh, but that's what the left wanted the and entire time. You, right, and allowing states, allowing federalism. Imagine that. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, Biden is saying he's going to do national mandates. Um, you know, that's really not envisioned again by the Constitution. We have states that can, you know, each deal with this in their in their way the way that they see fit um of course out here in california that has been you know <laughs> uh, you know a very different way and certainly i think has been a violation of our own constitution and laws and rules um uh, hence the lawsuit what what scares me is uh, that it's not just in california i mean though you guys are really bad new york is bad uh, michigan is bad when the government uh, and those who wish to rule, uh, when they see the level that people will take, that is the level that you will get. Uh, and it seems to me that Californians and others are just fine with this. You're never going to get rid of this if everybody's fine with it. Doesn't matter what the law right. says. What is the what is the feeling in California on this lawsuit and and, you know, what you believe? Well, I mean, I I just posted yesterday, government can only take what you will let them. Mm. And I think that's exceptionally true in, in America, where it, it all government is based on the consent of the governed uh, based on a contract. And that contract's been violated. And I think more and more people, I mean, really, I'm hearing from people on the left, people who are Democrats, um, you know, independents in California who are saying, you know, we, we've had AB5 out here, which, you know, did away with uh, side gigs and, and independent contractor right. relationships like Uber and Lyft, uh, put a lot of people out of, out of business. We've, you know, increasing regulation. And then now with this shutdown of small businesses, uh, you know, small business being the backbone uh, of our state and, and revenue and, 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 and economy. Um, they're just getting hammered by these uh, autocratic rules. I think more and more people are waking up. There's a recall effort going on out here that's gaining a lot of traction. Um, you know, so look, I'm, I am hopeful that that, that that essential liberty that I think is at the heart of every American is starting to be, to be awakened. And, yeah. you know, I'm hopeful that people will rise up and, and uh, you know, elect leaders uh, accordingly if you if you haven't yet may i encourage you uh and those who think like you in california to read uh the world economic forums uh case on the great reset because i can guarantee you your state is going to be uh all in with the great reset and it's 
It's not a conspiracy theory. Read it on the World Economic Forum dot org. It is terrifying. And I truly believe that's why some of these uh, Democrats are reacting the way they are to covid because it right. provides the reason to reset us entirely. Uh, James, our governor actually out ahead. here just real quick, Glenn, our governor at the outset of this said this is an opportunity for progressive uh, politics. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he made no really no bones about it um, and has been obviously using this emergency to. You know, just recently he banned, uh, you know, the sale of all gas powered cars uh, using an executive order. Um, so we're seeing we're definitely seeing, um, you know, this emergency be abused to initiate in an agenda. Thank you so much, James. James Gallagher. He is California State Assemblyman. Uh, you should follow him uh, on Twitter. J underscore Gallagher 83 uh, and uh, and support those who are standing up for freedom in Cal- I would say the great state of California, but eh, the state of California. James, thank you so much. God bless. Say that to an elected official. Well, he can say it's a great state. Right, that's true. I can say it's a beautiful state, one right. of the most beautiful states. It is. That has completely been destroyed. <laughs> and I am not going to pay to bail out. I actually have a theory on this that I want to talk to you about here in a few minutes. Mm. Uh, because I, I think... I don't know how it works, but I think the American people have a class action lawsuit uh, <laughs> that we can file. And I don't know. You can't. I, can you sue the government? I, I, <laughs> I, I just want to run it by you. I want to run it by you. Let me talk to you about Patriot Mobile. When you go for a sale, uh, cell phone, what do you want? You want good service. You want a good plan. Uh, you may want new phones. Uh, you know, pretty much everybody is looking for the same thing. But the big Verizon, AT&T, I mean, AT&T owns CNN. Hey, Verizon is, you know, spending millions of dollars in Planned Parenthood. Yay. How about going to Patriot Mobile? They're not doing either of those things. You know what they're doing? They're spending their their hard-earned money developing a better uh, company and helping defend freedom. But the first thing they do is better their own service for you. That's a crazy idea. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch over now. Become a member of Patriot Mobile. You'll get a U.S. customer-based service team. You, in fact, call them now and switch over 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders will save even more. Make the switch today. Same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code BECK. It's PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. 972-PATRIOT. Tonight on Glenn TV. November 3rd was important, but what happens on January 5th is even more critical. Glenn takes you inside the GOP's war room in Georgia and reveals the dark truth behind the Democrat candidates, their tied radicals, and who's funding their campaigns to unravel the republic. It all comes down to this. Battleground Georgia, the radical Democrats who will transform America. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
And we like sheep have gone astray. We like sheep are. I, are, are we going to just accept everything now? Here's a. Here's my theory, Stu. I'm not a lawyer. I don't. I'm a doctor, but I'm not a lawyer. I can treat lawyers for any kind of head cold to open no. heart surgery. It's not how it works. But, uh, but uh, if they pass this executive order to pay for rich kids' uh, student loans, mm. I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to become Wesley Snipes because they'll single us out for. And us, you too. How, uh, to, how to pay zero income taxes? Yeah, you're not going to go down yeah, that I'm road. Going to jail. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it is the greatest injustice that I didn't go to college because I couldn't afford it. I went one semester and couldn't afford it. So wait, I'm now having to pay for somebody else's student loan? Yeah, and, and of course, the somebody else usually are kids of wealthier people, upper-class people who could pay for college in the first place. Yeah. Like, you know, like, imagine you're a plumber, right? And you get out and you decide, I'm going to go work my butt off and try to make a living for my family. And to do that, you got to take a loan out to get a, a van and you got to get equipment and all that. Do they pay that off? No, we just pay off the guy who's going to read about Marx. This is the Glenn Beck Program.